Hashtag All right. Team Let's go. <laughs> team Croc. We gonna talk about that. Actually, I'm gonna get so much smoke for that. <laughs> Except you're not. I'm everybody forget. Everybody has forgiven Crocodile after this Let's arc. Go! Let's go. Everybody like it, that. That is a universal opinion. They're all like, "Oh, Crocodile, he's cool now." I'm like, "He's been so, cool." They're like, "Look, we forgave Robin. We can forgive Crocodile." Uh, listen, we still don't forgive Robin. Yeah, I, I'm not with that one. You lost me. You had me. You lost me. <laughs> you had us. You almost <laughs> you had you in the first <laughs> half. Not cold. Yeah. Almost had us in the first half. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the latest installment of the One Piece Book Club. I am your host, Justin, LJ90 on Twitter. With me, I have the denizens of Impel Down. First and foremost, we have she who keeps you mindful, she who keeps you right within, and she who is always right. Like, I don't even know why you tweet or write things anymore when you can just point back to old things that you've done and say, hey, look, this this thing i said three years ago you probably should have listened to me when i said it three years ago chasing lux asia how's it going it's going you 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 do have an impeccable ability of just being consistently right and ahead of time i just wanted to let you know that I I, i just be seeing things a little bit early early adopter and some people should listen to. We also have your study buddy in mind, keeping you on track and on task. Wit Pulliam, she who bullies me on 14, much like everybody in 14. How's it going? It's going. And we back up and study grind. It's sad, but we out here. You know, it's all good. We gonna make it. We gonna make it to the end. We almost there. We almost there. Just like we're almost at the halfway point of One Piece. We're almost at the halfway point, y'all. That's insane. I was thinking about that when I was looking at the pages that I needed to read. And I was like, whoa, we're at chapter what? Yeah. Yeah. That's not that much left. It's going really fast. I don't really like that because that means we're running out of material. Right. I'm (laughs) going to have to My chapters are going to go away. (laughs) What am I going to do? Don't watch. Don't watch. Like. I love you both. Don't I you can start watching in like episode 900. That's when it stops being bad. Oh. But it, I just, I older just need a YouTube channel that shows me just all of the fights and nothing else. I'm really okay, well then yes, that is good. And seeing the development of the story as it is in the anime, I'm very very interested in the fight choreography. Oh yeah, if if there's one thing One Piece does well consistently, like even even in the cash grab days of three episode long flashbacks, the fights were always top tier. So you can always just look up the fights and just be like, oh, okay, this is this is pretty good. Like I think I'm on episode like three hundred something something, and I I haven't I haven't minded it. It's something nice to just have in the background, you know. I think I think as a. Dun 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 dun. That's my jam, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess 
I guess my issues with the anime stem from trying to watch it weekly and not binging it. It may be better binged. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely one to, to binge. Yeah. Because if, you be if you're watching it weekly, it can sometimes be very forgetful of like what happened last time. But also just because of the way that they pace the anime and like some of it's kind of like, uh, you kind of, why you do that? Yeah. So yeah, I can, I can see that. But bitch, it's not bad. And if they, if it's just going to get better later on, then that's great to know. You can tell, like when you're watching the anime, you can tell the exact moment they got Dragon Ball's budget. Oh. <laughs> like the exact moment all the money went from Dragon Ball Super to One Piece. You're like, oh no, this, okay, I get it now. So we could have been doing this the whole time? Great, love to know that. Great. Um, all right, before we get started, actually no, let's just get started. I, I will I will save that rant for Twitter in the group chat. Um, We are dealing with Amazon Lily. We're dealing with Impel Down. Let us start with Amazon Lily. I'll just I'll open the floor. What were your thoughts? Amazon Amazon Lily's only ten chapters. It's it's uh it's relatively quick, but a lot happens in that short span. Mm-hmm. So I'll just I'll just get your thoughts. What did you think of Amazon Lily? I first thought Wonder Woman, if we're gonna be honest. I was like, ooh, this is kind of familiar. Where do I know stuff like this from? For me, I was just like, wait, is this filler? Like, is this how Oda does hey, filler, kind of? Right. I was like, because it's giving. It's giving us a lot. Um, even when it's supposed to be, like, the buffer in between um, everybody and what's going on before, like, Impo. I was just... It was it was nice to see yet another offshoot of the entire world that, you know, is just existing, doing what it do with or without, you know, the gang passing through. And it w- it was nice. I really enjoyed it, even though it was very short and not too much happens. And of course, I'm just going to I'm just going to say I'm down with the love sickness anytime <laughs> I see anyone I like. I mean, that's real. And what I like about Amazon Lily is Amazon Lily is only 10 chapters, but it does what it does really well is it shows that Luffy really needs his crew. Yes. Because there's so many points throughout the whole story, that whole arc where he's like, yo, if I had Frankie, I could have built the ship. If I had Chopper, I probably yeah. wouldn't have got sick. If I had Nami, I'd know how to get around. Mm-hmm. Like, even when he's trying to get away, he's like, oh, I need a ship. And he's like, Oh, who am I kidding? Like, without Nami, I, I would get, be lost. I need to just try and go away on somebody else's ship. Right. Like, he knows he can't do anything by himself. And the other thing that this arc really does well is, and as you've brought this up from the beginning, it really highlights Luffy's emotional intelligence. Mm. Like, when he first sees Hancock's tattoo, and he's like, yo, that looks familiar. I've seen that before. And he immediately recognized it as a symbol of shame. When he ends up fighting the two sisters, he covers their backs. He's like, I know this is a symbol of shame. I'm not going to let anyone see it. Mm-hmm. And when Boa gives him the ultimatum of, okay, you can save my people or take my ship. Without hesitation, Luffy says, cool, your people are safe. Like, you'll turn them back. Awesome. Because I'll figure, I'll figure something else out. 
this is the only way to save your friends. Right. Like, even when they were fighting, like, he took their bodies and, like, got them out the way so that they didn't get destroyed. Yeah. He was very, very attentive and took initiative. Like, no one had to tell him, like, yo, this is what's going on or this is what you should do. And that's something that I really do like about him in and out of fights. That it's just ingrained in him to give a shit. Yeah. Like, he... He's a genuinely good person. And one of the more subtle hints at just him being a good person, we meet Boa Hancock, one of the one of the last warlords of the sea. We, we still haven't met two warlords. We haven't met Jinbei and we haven't met Boa Hancock. We meet Boa Hancock, the pirate empress, and her devil fruit is what is is it the the lust lust fruit? If you lust after her, she can turn you to stone. Which I love. It's like, but it's like if you're if you're in the process of lusting after her, and that's yes. your main focus. Like you yes. have to be focused on that at the time, because oh, dude stabbed himself real quick, and was able to get away from her little beam, her her heart beam, special beam cannon. He was able to evade that just by inflicting pain on himself. Right, and I, that's actually what I wanted to bring up. Like, everyone that has these impure thoughts around her, my man Mamonga, how's this for an introduction to a vice admiral? He says, yo, we're fighting Whitebeard. Bring your ass. Boa Hancock not only says, no, I don't think I will. I'm going to take your ship and your treasure. Tries to turn my man to stone, and then he stabs his hand and says, all right, you wildin' right now. I'll wait here for three days. If but you don't... but at the end of the day, he said, I said what I said, either bring that ass or you're not a warlord anymore. I said what I said, drops Mike. She sails away with the treasure. Right. And that's a hell of an intro for like for both characters, for Boa Hancock and for Vice Admiral Momonga. And we also we've, get. We've, we've seen her, though, before, haven't we? Because I, think... I swear that's not the first time I've seen her. We've probably seen her in like the background somewhere, but background this is our first function. formal. Yeah, this is our oh, first like formal. Mm, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, like she, she, she's introduced as this sort of cold, uncaring queen. But as we get to know her, we learn, oh, this is all just an act to protect your people, and it's an act rooted, deeply rooted in trauma, because what's a One Piece arc without a traumatic flashback? Right. I'm like, isn't it always the trauma? They they tried to play us with Luffy's little tr dramatic backflash. When he first landed on the island, he was like, oh, this reminds me of when Grandpa kicked me in the forest. Ha ha ha. I want to eat this mushroom so I, I don't feel like I'm alone. I was like, bitch, don't do this. Don't tell me you've been eating <laughs> these mushrooms before because you were sad because you were yeah. by yourself. Mm. I don't want to hear it. He's like anything but sober. I did not like it. Y'all caught that real quick. Y'all like caught that real quick. That's that's great. That's great. Like, I didn't even... You bringing that up, I thought it was a joke, but then you're like, no, mushrooms have a hallucinogenic effect. No, He's probably trying do. to get high, too. Yeah. Yes. He's trying to escape reality. But the, the fact that he okay. knew that that's what that mushroom did. Yeah. Luffy's not... Like, he might be emotionally... He's not smart. 
He's not that bright. He's really not. Like he's, he's just good with he, people. Yes, and he's good in specific situations. Like once he learns something, he knows how to respond to that situation. But other than that, he's very naive about a lot of things. So the fact that he was able to p point that out and knew it immediately what it did. And then also it's the idea of like he's alone again. Yes. Right now. Why was that your first thought? Not, exactly. oh, I want to make light of the situation so I can find no. my friends. It's, oh, I want to laugh so that I don't feel like I'm by myself. Yeah, because you are by yourself. And that's how we start. We start like with a very, it. very stark realization that the crew is not together. Like, he is alone. He is alone alone. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring you back to what he said when he debuted Gear 2nd. I thought of a way to fight so that nobody has to go away so I don't have to be alone ever again. No, I don't like it. Yeah, um, I'm not here for lonely Luffy men. I don't like it. Also, mm -mm. really sad about how he they're all the way back at the com belt during all of this. Yo, <laughs> Amazon. Man was flying, fell asleep midair as he was <laughs> flying across the ocean. Amazon Lily is perfectly positioned and they're isolated. I love the fact that Oda doesn't tell you they're isolated. He lets the world show you that it's isolated. They don't use... Yeah. They don't use the um, the berry standard. They use goal. Mm -hmm. They don't know what devil fruits are called. Right? Like, the sisters know because they were captured by celestial dragons and made slaves before they ended up on Amazon Lily. Well, but... They also don't know what men look like. Right. Which is so, crazy. I love the fact that Oda just doesn't come out and tell you, oh, they're isolated. He lets the world explain to you that this is an isolationist country. Um, okay, let's talk about that flashback. The tattoo that Boa Hancock has on her back is the brand of a celestial dragon because they brand their slaves. Her and her two sisters. Hmm? No, I was going to say, ooh, which speaking of, right before all this popped off and they were like y'all didn't find the straw heads yet go get that collect them i'm gonna make them slaves for the rest of their life oh yeah because luffy kind of punched the celestial dragon i mean to be fair mm -hmm. was he supposed to get punched that somebody would have punched him somebody would have done it that is one of the single most satisfying punches in the series mm -hmm. um but no, so they, they, they enslaved Bo Hancock and her sisters. They gave her the devil fruit for their own amusement. And she's freed by Fisher Tiger. Fisher Tiger was a fish man who climbed the red line with his bare hands, rolled up on Mary Joie, killed a bunch of people, and liberated all the slaves. Very beautiful story. Very romantic. I love that. Cue Prince of Egypt music. <laughs> mm -hmm. Deliver us. <laughs> Cue Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh God! What did Daenerys say when she uh when she got the the whip? Oh, what did she say? Oh man, why is my brain I forgot. Blank I've right seen now. that movie yeah. so many we're, times. We're, we're all we're all have that scene in our heads where she where she yes, turns the slaves on the dude. And she's like, actually I can't speak your language. And he was like, yeah. oh no. But yeah, no, Fisher I feel like as we get closer to Fishman Island, if we end up going back there, Fisher type like that story has to play into this. Like all of this is building us up to Fishman Island. 
because we talked last week or last time at the Saba Odi, the fishermen are an oppressed class. And I give Oda credit for not doing the whole fishmen are niggas. It's just, no, fishmen are a separate race. We enslave everybody, but they are below us, but they're below humans because that's what y'all, that, that's how caste systems work. And so as we get closer there, we're going to find out what motivated somebody to, again, scale the red line with his bare hands. Hella bold. Did he know what was going on? Yes. Yes. Did he do it anyway? Yes. So we should really be questioning his motives I mean, outside of that one adventure because that man is bold. Bold, bold. I, I, I think his motives were clear. <laughs> he came <laughs> He came to uh to kick ass a true bubblegum and he was all out of bubblegum. <laughs> it is ten thousand meters deep. And he just Fisher Tiger Man. Can't wait. So Luffy wins over Boa Hancock by just being himself and being a genuinely good person. And Boa Hancock says, Cool, I'll help you. But then Luffy realizes he had already resolved, cool, Ace has his own adventures. I'm not going to save Ace. They tell him, no, Ace is going to die. They're going to put Ace to death. So you have a choice, Luffy. You can either go to your crew or save your brother. He decides to save his brother. What other choice is there? Right. Right. Because even though... Like, he's been looking for his crew this whole time. Like, even while he was on um, Amazon, Lily, or Amazon Lily, Lily Amazon, Women Island, uh, while he was over there, he was like, my friends are fine because they're strong. I just need to find them. But I know that they're okay. So, like, when he's given that ultimatum, it's like, I know that they can take care of themselves, but Ace is literally by himself right now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like the, the calculus on Ace changed once he was told, no, Ace is going to die. Like he was cool with letting Ace do his thing until the minute he was told, no, they're going to kill Ace. Like the, the plan is to publicly execute him. Then he said, oh, okay, no, we got to, I can't just new let plan. my brother die. Yeah, new plan. <laughs> I changed ships and stuff. Right. And we get to impel down before impel down starts part of impel down the end of it the cover stories did you notice what was happening on the cover stories wait okay no that the, the cp9 stuff was going on in amazon lily right right cp9 was amazon lily then Those like were so cute yes. near the end of cp9 we started getting cover stories about where the straw hats were and where they ended yes. up where they, they are nowhere near <laughs> and and that just calls into question like so much else because they really are scattered yeah no they they, they are out here mm -hmm. like when kuma smacked them well i guess when robo no this was real kuma when real kuma smacked them like, was he hitting them in different directions? Or he was just teleporting them in different directions? Teleporting gotta be, because even if even if they've traveled in that time, they're still in very, very different places. Mm. 
Right. Like, no one is really near each other. Sanji is in New Kama Kingdom. Uh, Robin is a slave. Don't nobody care about that girl. Honestly. She's <laughs> like, okay. Wow! That. I'm sorry. Just don't act oh, surprised. Man, you know how sucks. we feel. Yeah, like, you you know true. how we feel. True, true. Happen. Like, oh man. Uh, you mean Soul Steel Dragons didn't get her? Damn. I know. But oh, the God. last thing we see, the last thing we see, it, that was wrong. The, <laughs> the last thing we see is Frankie <laughs> on one of Vegapunk's islands. And yes, as Impel Down continues, we're going to see where the rest of the Straw Hats end up. I specifically can't wait for you to find out where Zoro is. Oh, no. Not the baby. Hold on, listen. Yeah. Robbie can go where she needs to go, but y'all can't mess with Zoro. Yeah, don't do Don't that. care. Don't care. Honestly, like, I mean, like, out of everybody, he's probably the one person that could hold his own, but, like, I don't have the time. Uh, yeah, he could I probably just, He could probably hold his own if he hadn't just, uh... Got yeah. tore up from the floor like, up. They really, knocked out the soul from his body. No, <laughs> and that's like He's... the other thing. Like they, they just got scattered after fighting for their lives. Like yes. they are not okay. Like this They're is not... not a, oh, you know, fun circumstance. Ooh, none of us are together. It's like nah, we were mid battle, things were rough, and now none of us are with each other anymore. So it's very disorienting. Just... Just coming from freaking Thriller Bark when they had another event similar to this. And what mm -hmm. happened? They lost. <laughs> they mm -hmm. only survived because of Zoro. Mm -hmm. Actually, yes. And now yes. she's out of commission. Uh, mm. I just sent you where Zoro ended up. You can just take a look at that. And it's funny because, like, when they were, um, what the? Man, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, thank you. Can we do something else? Can we try something else? I don't like that one. Can't wait. Can't. That's a little bit too ominous. Uh-uh. Nope. And what's that in the sky? Who no, is that? Like yeah, who is that is... with that umbrella? Who is that? Like Miss, that. Uh, uh, Wednesday, right? Is it? Was it Wednesday? Sunday? Sunflower? It is. It is. Yeah, it... one of the named ones. It is someone we've met before, but not a member of Baroque Works. Not Baroque Works? Hold on, let me see this. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Bitch, yeah, zoom. listen, we don't have this type of time. I just am digging that shit. Look. Save image. <laughs> and big an image. Hold on, where it go to? That stop. Zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom. 200%. Listen. Who is you? She got a long ponytail? And an umbrella and some stripy shorts. Who is this? Who is this? That's a very good question. I look forward to you finding the answer to that question. Just Wait, like I don't that. I don't is it a is it a girl? Yep. It? She got a ponytail, long little ponytail. Hold on. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not that many people with umbrellas. Right, that's is the umbrella that's the clue. Hold on. Right, and the little hook at the end of the umbrella. Now I gotta go look Listen, at my nose. With some devil horns? <laughs> Whose man's is this? 
First of all, that fit is very triggering. Mate, what is that? Heaven something. What Check the chat. What is, what is this? What? Oh my god! No! Remember when she ran up on Kuma and Kuma said, Is there some place you would like to go? And she said, I oh, want to go someplace yeah. spooky. And he said, Yeet! Which is crazy because they were literally right before when they were over at Acnologia Island. I'm going to keep calling it that because I'm still scarred. Um, <laughs> they were literally talking about her. They were like, LOL, last time we saw him was when he poofed, oh girl, away. Yeah. Hello. Why is she back? I don't like that one. It's a cute fish she got on, but I don't like that one. But it's crazy because, like, when that, when that was happening, like, when everybody was getting poofed, and they split up because they were like, you know, oh, we need to split. And Brooks was like, oh, don't worry, Zora, I'll come with you. I got your back. And he was like, even though I was there when you saved us the first time, I know what happened. He's the only person that knows. So it's Brooke, Sanji, and one other straw hat knows. But Brooke and Sanji are the only straw hat. I, I want to say Nami also knows. But Brooke and Sanji definitely know. Because Sanji tried to sacrifice himself, but Zoro knocked him out. But things to ponder for the future. Let's go to Impel Down. What did you think about the most secure prison? Oh my God. I don't like that pivot. Uh, what what did y'all think about the most secure prison in the world? Is it the most secure prison in the world? I mean, it was. Once yeah, upon a time. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. It, saying it was until one group of people decided to roll up, that's not secure. Because if more it's people had decided to show the fuck up, that bitch would have been destroyed and everybody would have been free. I think it was the combination of people. Like, I don't think anyone other than Luffy could have broken out. Like, it took Luffy getting all of those people together. Mm, yeah. It's, it's, see, it's not even the fact that it's Luffy. It's the fact that Luffy has connections to the other people. It's not even him, if we're mm. going to be honest. Well, they, what Impel Down and Amazon Lily both highlight, it's what Luffy's true power is. The ability to, like, draw people to him and to get people mm, to, like to rally behind him. We see that he's able to turn enemies to allies. The first person we meet at Impel Down is Buggy. Okay, and let me say this, okay, because I ain't never thought I was going to be here, okay? Yes! Yes! <laughs> you better love him! Hold on, yeah, Buggy was, yeah. Buggy! Um, Buggy! I may, I may have despised him in the past and wished for his death, but, you know, after Impel Down, I'm like, okay, friend of me, I could rock with that. Buggy, he's, he squared up like, immediately. He was all, ready. Well, not only that, we also see Buggy has the same ability Luffy has. Buggy was able to get Mr. 3... All the prisoners from levels three, yes. two, and one on his side. Immediately. And it, I love it because, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've loved Buggy since he got stranded on that island with the man in the chest. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that, that was as funny. soon as that happened, I was like, okay, he's cool. Because I didn't like him at first. I was like, he's in the way. Yeah, I don't even like, like it. Whether chop, chop, I don't like that shit. And you look like a clown. You can go. 
But then he was on the island and we saw that other side of we saw the the true pirate side of him. Like the I'm here for adventure and my friends pirate side of him. Yes. And like seeing that makes you realize like he wasn't always just this bogus wannabe villain pirate. Like he was he you have to think of the the, the crew that he was a part of once upon a time. You know what I mean? Like we got to see clips of that and I feel like this arc really brought that back brought that energy back to him i would i would definitely agree with that because when you first see him it's a very cold image of him because you know mm. he's just he just stops like when we need him <laughs> Basically. we don't really we don't really get to see anything beyond that very very strict like perception of him and why he's in front of the crew at that time. So it's nice to actually get different different views of these characters as you know we go along. Like this is not the first time I've liked somebody that I previously didn't really like. Y'all know how I felt about Usopp. Oof. But again, it was another situation where we're we're provided with a very you know, tight box to put someone and their personality in. And when we get to learn more about their motivations or something happens, so you see something else that they're passionate about or another thing that drives them other than the plot driver that we saw before, it becomes an entirely different situation. I do like that about One Piece because you never know who you might end up liking. Because, I mean, Crocodile... I'm gonna say oh. what I said, Luffy? and I said what I said. And Bucky, who would have thought? Who would have thought? The who would have thought? The team, Luffy. So Luffy gets Buggy. He finds Mister Three. Mister Three ends up rolling with Buggy, and Mister Three. They break out Mister Three, and they find out, yo, his power is invaluable down here. He can just make keys and let everybody out. So Buggy and Mister Three are caught. They they're they're causing chaos. Luffy keeps descending further. We get Mr. Two. Mr. Two joins up, and that was messed up what they did. He shows up with Zoro's face, and I'm like, oh snap, the ops got Zoro? And then it's like, no, it's just me. And I'm like, I mean that was wrong, but you're cool too, I guess. Cool. Mr. Two been cool though. Since he was on the ship and he was like, We're all friends. Yeah. I mean, I was I was expecting Zoro, so I was a little salty. But things are going relatively smoothly. We see the prison guards, which are awakened devil fruit users. What the fuck does that mean? We'll get to that later. Not today, but we will get to that. And this place is hell. I'm going to describe the different levels of Impel Down. We got an image. Please refer to slide number five. Can we see Hila that, sir? Hilarious. I'm sure. I'm sure he does. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do. I have the the map that because Oda Oda gives you a map. Like Oda's not just gonna say, "Cool, this is the prison." He gave you a a map of the prison. The prison, which I love. Before we left, um, the uh, the Lily Amazon Lily, that there was a question in one of the back panels when somebody was like. So they have different money. What does their money look like? And he was like, oh, yeah, I guess I should describe that, huh? And he drew out a whole, all of their currency and listed exactly what the bills and the coins would look like. And I just thought that was so cool. 
because he's a certified mad lad. I love it. So level one of Am- Zoom Zoom. Level one of Amazon or of uh, Amazon Lily. Level one of Impel Down is Crimson Hell, which Buggy is perfectly equipped for. He can just split himself up and dodge the trees made of spikes that are covered in blood, and that's why they're red. <laughs> okay. Level two, wild beast hell with all sorts of wild animals that keep the prisoners in check and they want to stay in their uh, cells. Puzzle scorpions, manticores, the basilisk, the sphinx, and the blue gorillas. Level three, starvation hell. They just starve your ass up here. That's it. They're just starving you. That ain't right. Level four, blazing hell. It's a giant vat of oil where they're boiling you alive. And if you're not in the pot of oil, you're just around in the cells and the heat from the oil is boiling you. Level five, freezing hell. We just gonna freeze your ass. As I was reading Impel Down, I was like, why would you have something this cruel? Pirates aren't that bad. And then we saw Crocodile, and I was like, okay, never mind, I understand. Damn. See, why you gotta play him like that? Okay, but Crocodile is legit a problem, like, (laughs) in these streets. Like, he was out here. But y'all go give him his pirate flowers, okay? He out here doing the pirate thing better than most people. He almost took over the world. Okay, that's why I'm saying he doing the pirate things. And why y'all mad at it? Because you know how pirate things like him? First of all, ain't nobody want to be like Crocodile. <laughs> I do love the fact that when Luffy sees Crocodile again, and Crocodile's like, hey, you can let me out. Luffy's like, absolutely this not. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'll work with Buggy. I'll work with Mr. Three. I'll work with Mr. Two. Like, not you. Men's literally Hell turned no. the, who said that? Who said that? Let uh, you out. Who? All right. Before, before we get to the breakout, we got to talk about my man's Magellan, the warden of Impel Down, the eater of the poison poison fruit. One thing One Piece is not afraid of, Luffy's going to catch some L's. Uh, but it's fair, though, because they can't do the thing where just for no reason at all, he's somehow stronger and and will make up for the lack of experience by beating everyone the first go around. It's just, it's the math with Matt. Even when he's technically stronger than people, if they have a logical way to beat him, he's always going to lose. Mm-hmm. Yes, because yes, again, he's not that, we need to remember that. Going into these things, some, he, he's only smart with situations he knows how to handle. Okay, if he's been in a situation that's similar and he can try to think something like outside of the box, maybe slightly, but he's not doing, you know, above and beyond 5D chess moves. He, that's not him. He's not Nami. He's not Nami. He can't. Nami literally has defeated people with double root powers, with no powers of her own, and a stick that Usopp made her. Okay. I mean, Nami. we're underselling the stick. But I mean, this this thing is great. But, yeah, but again, she, she be out here busting though. That's what I'm saying. Like, Nami impaled I'm someone with lightning. Never... <laughs> My girl, bro. She straight up impaled someone with lightning. 
And that person had a built-in counter to the lightning. And she, anyways, mm-hmm. this is a Nami Stan account. Um, and is, basically. He runs up on Magellan, and his fruit is, I'm poison. Not just a poison, all poisons. I can paralyze you. I can disorient you. I can outright kill you. If you touch me, it's death. So Luffy says, cool, I'll just, fi- I'll, I'll sacrifice my arms. There's a great quote late in the next arc, actually. Someone says, there's two types of people on the battlefield. The strong and, there's two types of people that survive battles, the strong and the cowardly. No, the bra- the strong and the cowardly, the brave always die first. Hmm. Luffy, that's, Luffy that's... ain't cowardly. <laughs> but in this instance, he was not strong. <laughs> he was brave. It's very true. Like this chapter, I'm reading this chapter and I'm like, there's no way he can win. Nah, Oda's, he'll find a way. Oda will give him a way. Oda will give him a way out. We're going to save Ace. No. He gets drowned in poison and tossed in the level five. Hurt. Here, you, Justin, you really thought they were going to give Luffy an L after, or give him a W after him taking the biggest L since the, the, the story has started with him losing everyone at one time. Well, hold on. Saba Odi is all about failure because they fail at Saba Odi. Mm-hmm. This arc is all about failure because they don't save Ace. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's another arc where they're going to have to save Ace, but they, they broke into Impel Down to save Ace. They don't save Ace. They fail. They have to break out of the prison to go to where he is now. Somewhere else, too, where they went in somewhere and they were like, oh, shoot, we got to leave and then we'll come back. Didn't that happen? I guess you could say the end of Enos Lobby, but they get Robin back. So I'm not I'm not counting that as a straight loss. I mean, I get Thriller Bark could also be considered failure failure in a sense because Zoro had to go through literal hell Te- just for. Yeah, technically, that was an L. So, technically, Ice Ice Man was an L, too. If we're going to be for real. Yo, they've taken a lot of L's. Yeah, they have, but it's never Speaking of, been... where is Ice Ice Man? Mind his business? Probably. You're about to find out, actually. That's a very oh, good question. No. That's a very what? good question. Yeah, I don't like it, because I feel like they all about to link up like Voltron on the boys. Yo, he's not allowed to link up with anybody. The only person I want him to ever link up with is Smoker, because I feel like him and Smoker... You know, if Crocodile wasn't on his Crocodile Pirate shit, I would say throw him in there, too. They would be a dream team. Nah, Crocodile needs to stay. But he can stay. (laughs) But him and Smoker, Ice Ice Man and Smoker, that's the tag team. That's a problem. That's That's Winter Soldier and Captain America. They out here doing the damn, they could be a good team. I'm just saying, think about it. Uh, Fun fact, they're actually friends. Smoker is friends with Aokiji. Really amazing. Look at God. They're actually very cool. Um. I don't think that comes up. Well, there's like a small scene later where it comes up, but yeah, no, they're actually cool. Like of the of the Marine Command structure, Smoker is most cool with Aokiji. He can't stand Akainu. I think you all understand why he can't stand Akainu. Akainu is the vice admiral we met in Robin's flashback, who sunk a ship of civilians because Robin might oh, have been on it. Right. Like he was really out here trying to kill a child, sir. See, yes. he was on the wild night. See, him and Crocodile should never be friends. Because they would be doing too much. Uh, I think even Crocodile has, like, some kind of 
I don't want to call it standards or ethics. He's got a code. He's got a code. He does. Yeah, he's got a little internal sense that he needs made. But um, yeah, I don't need them to be in front uh, of me. Akainu also has a code. His code is slay evil instantly. Literally, no hesitation. None. He'd be out here throw, throw. Then it's like define evil. You know, then shit starts to get a little sketchy. Wow. Oh no, his his Alkaindu's definition of evil is very clear. If you are against the government, you are evil. Yeah, see, Ooh. that's that's sketchy. To he would have made a great like saying. If we're gonna be honest, <laughs> you know how many planets he would have destroyed? Crazy. Uh, so we meet Magellan, and the one thing I do like about Magellan, though, he's not villainous, right? Like he's not a jerk. He genuinely cares about the staff at Impel Down. He's not, he's an antagonist because he's against Luffy, but he, him and Hannibal are like, yo, this prison is assembled to the normal people out there that, hey, you're safe from pirates. Because not all pirates are like Luffy. We've got Don Kriegs. We've got crocodiles. We've got Inarus. We've got but Blackbeards. See, it's, not, it's not even just that, though. Like, he he is just like Ice Ice Man. He came in, he clocked in at 9, <laughs> and he's leaving at 5. He's doing his yes. job, and if y'all getting in the way, he's going to handle it because that's what is in his job description. Okay? I'm not here against you. It's nothing personal. I'm just getting paid to carry out what I'm trying to do. Now, if you right. want to meet me at 5.05 afterwards, I'm off the clock. That's not my business then. But right now, right now we beefing. We got it. We got a tussle. I'm I'm sorry. That's just how it goes. I I do like the the variety of motivation and characters within the Marines because like it could have been really easy to make them Team Rocket. Like it could have been really easy to make them this like mustache twirling evil organization. It's like nah. It's they support mustache twirling evil aristocrats. But some people in there actually believe in justice. You have Kobe who truly believes, yo, someone has to stop these pirates. You've got people like Akainu that says, yeah, we're going to kill all the pirates. You've got people like Magellan that's like, yo, normal people got to feel safe. It's And you got people like Rob Lucci that's like, I just want to kill as many people as I can because that's what brings me joy. Other people suffering. We, 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 we've talked about the, the politic of One Piece. It's smacking you in the face once again. You can be a good person and like in a police structure, but the police structure is inherently bad because it's upholding oppression. So you can have you can have good ideals in this oppressive structure. You're still complicit in oppression. But the bills still got to get paid. So somebody got to clock in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Luffy catches the L. We meet Magellan and the New Comic Kingdom. All right, I have to. I have a small rant, but I want to get your thoughts on New Comic Kingdom first before I go on my small rant. What did you What did you all think of Ivankov and the New Commas? The silence, Lord. <laughs> I'm say, the silence is deafening. All right, I'll I'll remove the silence and I'll just start from here. All right, so we meet Ivankov and Crossdresser Kingdom, the new comic kingdom. I have a small rant 
please indulge me in this small rant. I get the intent behind Crossdresser Kingdom with characters like Ivankov, whose power is the hormone, hormone fruit, and they are gender fluid, literally, in every sense of the word. Sometimes they're male, sometimes they're female, sometimes they're neither, whatever they're feeling at the moment. They're a fully realized character who's a member of the Revolutionary Army, and their expression of freedom is, I will not be bound by this world's laws, whether it be the air quote natural laws of gender or the air quote natural laws of the celestial dragons. That's actually a gangbuster concept for a character, and Ivankov is handled with care, and yeah, they're quirky, but everyone in One Piece is quirky, so it doesn't feel like we're doing the... It doesn't feel like we're making a mockery of trans characters with Ivankov. Ivankov is a realized character, a human being. Same with Azuna, one of their uh, compatriots, another fully realized character. They're kind of like the, the sidekick, but they don't feel like a joke. The rest of the unnamed crossdresser kingdom falls into a lot of tropes that in 2021, going back to reread, make me very like I cringe. I didn't like it. Yeah, like I I, I cringe reading it. Again, with like Ivankov and Izuna, great. The kingdom as a whole, ugh. But I could also say, I think Oda recognized that this was bad. Because after this arc resolves and we get to the time skip, Oda handles trans characters with so much more care. And they're not reduced to the sight gags that Crossdresser Kingdom was reduced to. Like, there's just a fair warning. It's going to be cringe until the time skip. Because it's anime. There's going to be a time skip. Come on. Things are going to happen. We're going <laughs> to... I'm not going to lie. I forgot about the time skip. Um, but once that clicks, it gets better. But right now, it's cringe. I just had to get that out. Of the, like it, it's, it's intent versus execution. I get the intent. They're a kingdom of people that have rejected the air quote natural laws of the celestial dragons and the air quote natural laws of the world. This is their expression of their freedom. The underlying theme of One Piece is expressions of freedom. Intent. That's really good intent. Execution? Ugh. The execution was terrible. And yeah. I feel like it was entirely possible for him to have had just Iconov to be, you know, the the out front, you know, spokesperson. Because Ivanov is the queen there. Um, queen, king, whatever we're feeling that day. But I felt like the larger, this was one of the first times that the larger community didn't really feel as sure as I'm accustomed to it feeling from Oda. Because there was a lot of like, eh, background, you know, type things that happened, but nothing was really fleshed out outside um, of Iconov for me. So it was definitely a, uh, I kind of really forgot about it until you brought it up because I was just like, yeah, that was a lot. I don't really. <laughs> yeah. No, like it, it it's it, it super kind of, cringe. It kind mm -hmm. of, I don't know. It reminded me of like, because again, I, I remember, I remember his, the, the main queen character, but I couldn't really remember everything else that went on over there. But 
that there that whole atmosphere reminded me of when we met the brothers out on the sea when we were at um oh what's where where was it before we went to Skypea? What is that place called? Oh, the um, Jaya. Jaya. When we were at Jaya, and like all the like everybody that had a crew in Jaya, like they were all like background lackeys, basically like the hype men. Like that's what this felt like, but it was like hype men that were trying to also like they like they were being too much of a hype man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like. You're being a hype man, but then, like, you're also being a notice me senpai at the same time. Do you right. know? And that's how I feel like this whole setting was kind of set. Yeah. And. And notice me senpai is cringe as fuck. So, yes. <laughs> very. It. Crossdresser Kingdom is very cringe. I feel like if they had all been handled with the level of care that Ivankov was handled with it would have hit the way Oda wanted it to hit. But it didn't. Relic of time, but it happened. It's very cringe. It's going to continue to be very cringe, um, but it does get infinitely better. I, 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 I just had to get that out there. It does get infinitely better because, oh God, this is terrible. Um, but, I did love Mr. Two, like, fawning over them. Yeah, oh, Mr. Two's like, I found my people. Yes. See, again, like, oh my gosh. This is great. And it was so cute. We have Mr. Two, another character, another queer character handled with care because he's an individual human being. It's when Oda tries to do the like you said, the larger community, it's yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. Um so we we move on. Luffy gets to where Ace is being held and he gets there. They've already moved Ace. And you get to meet Jinbei. We do. Uh, our favorite whale shark, warlord of the sea, <laughs> he who freed Arlong. Um, love his design so much. Love it so much. A bad bitch and a bad bitch fit. You love to see I it. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Jimbei throws the ocean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my man threw the ocean, and the caption for him throwing the ocean is he's just that good. <laughs> I love Jinbei so much. So we meet Jinbei, and Jinbei says, hey, they locked me up because I'm not trying to fight Whitebeard. They're using Ace's bait to kill Whitebeard. Everyone's at Marineford now to kill Whitebeard. I owe Whitebeard my life, and my people owe Whitebeard our lives. Break me out of here. I'll help you save Ace. And that's when Crocodile says, I mean, hey, if you're in the market for prisoners... Breaking people, are you breaking people out and whatnot? I mean, yeah, like I mean, I'll take one of them. But no, I sir. too would like to fight. No, Mr. Crocodile, sir. <laughs> no, Mr. Dial, you need to stand yourself. Well, Ivankov, and well, no, Jimbei's the one that points out to Luffy. Hey, Crocodile would be pretty handy <laughs> in busting us out of here. So they get Crocodile. They get Mr. One Dos Bones. They work their way back up. They reunite with Buggy and Mr. Three. And Mr. Three gives Luffy a way to stall Magellan. I love that this doesn't let Luffy beat Magellan. It just lets Luffy slow Magellan down long enough for them to get away. A lesser author would have had... 
Mr. Three Escape Artist, the the supreme escapee of One Piece. How many situations has he got himself out of so far? Yo, Alone, that mind you. That wax power is broken. It is. I love it though. Like he gives Luffy the armor. He's like, look, I can coat your hands in this, but it's not gonna hold up against like acid. The acid starts coming out, and Luffy's like, well, time to go. I've learned my lesson. Uh, then what I think the most interesting part of Impel Down, we see Blackbeard. Blackbeard is the one that brought Ace to the government. Uh, but again, what was he doing? Pirate things. Mm -hmm. But he was doing pirate things and 5D chess at the same time. So, like, he don't really count because, like, he knew what was going to pop off. Blackbeard's plan. Capture Ace. Become a warlord of the sea. Get into Impel Down. Break prisoners out of Impel Down. What's, the world. what's step five? Um... I'm going to guess step five is to get Whitebeard to fight the government. Mm -hmm. Oh, look what's about to happen. Whitebeard fighting the world government. Like, he, he knew what he was dealing, who he was doing by stealing Ace. That's why I said, like, yes, he was just doing pirate things, you know, submitting the bounty head for the coin. You know, I, I appreciate him for that. But he knew what he was doing when he got targeted Ace specifically. Right. Well, remember, his original target was Luffy. Then Ace was there and he said, well, I mean, if well, I can serve up the second division commander of the Whitebeard Pirates, I can accelerate my plan. So. Uh, the next arc, Blackbeard's plan comes to like we see the the. We see the climax of his plan. My God. Well, I mean, we kind of see it now. He wanted to get into Impel Down because he wanted to strengthen his crew. He wanted to break everybody out, and he wanted Whitebeard to fight the world government. Like, we've already actually seen yeah. the climb. You know what I mean. I do like that Luffy's like, oh, yeah, you're the dude from Jaya. And then he was like, wait a second. You're the one that... It's your fault. It's you. And he tries to square up with Blackbeard, and Jimbei has to remind him, look, you can do one of two things. You can fight Teach, or you can save Ace. You can't do both. Because you're going to die if you choose this one. <laughs> so you, you might die choosing another one, too, but at least you're getting mean, A. At least it's a delayed death. <laughs> at least, right. At least you don't die today. Maybe not today. Because with the people that's about to roll up, it's about to be a problem for everybody. Yeah. It's, Possibly. It's, 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 it's crazy more. because, like, I feel like there are going to be so many people that just get caught in the crossfire. Mm -hmm. Oh, but no, we're like, not. I don't think that's a lot like, of people. The, in the, position the, the escalation, the fact that, oh, dude, really rolled up to Woman Island where he was not supposed to be to collect Boa and said, bitch, you need to come here on this day, knowing he wasn't supposed to be out there. And then sat there and said, I'm going to wait. Yeah. What should let people know the escalation that is about to happen? What did Garp say back in Enos Lobby? Garp said the three admirals, the marines, and the seven warlords equal the strength 
of, of one, one of emperor. Them. One. One. Good luck, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, good luck. And y'all over y'all not only that, that's just one that's just him. That's just one by himself. Okay? You got the crew. Now you got everybody that's in Dante's Inferno that's busted out. That's already pissed off at the government because y'all locked them up. And they've been tortured. So been tor this is literally Baltimore assembling his army, busting them out of Azkaban. Okay? Nobody's happy right now. Nobody's happy. I was happy. <laughs> I mean, so, okay. I was happy until the end. They got all the way to the top floor, and I love that they get to the top floor without actually winning any fights. It's just a mad dash to the door. They get to the door, and it's like, all right, the gates are closed. All these battleships are here. They steal a ship. It's like, so how are we going to get out? And then the door opens. I didn't notice it. Like, my first read-through, I didn't notice that Mr. Two wasn't on the boat with them. Because they don't draw attention to it until the transponder snail rings and it says, hey, I had to open the door for you so you could go save your brother. I stayed behind. They don't need to circle back and get him, okay? Honestly, if anybody, it needs to be Mr. Two. Yeah. Because he been a home again, he been a homie even when he was the enemy. Yeah, he was still looking out. He was he still looking out. He has the heart. Magellan says, do you have any last words? And he says, satisfaction. Oh, my. Yeah. A G. A G. A real one. You know who we didn't talk about? Sadie. Sadie. Sadie the sadist. <laughs> you know I like that. Again, another quirky character. Everything that could, she had going on, I liked it. Me. Mm -hmm. It's only another quirky character. That's the only thing. But like she was handled, like at no point does she feel like, oh, okay, this is just here for fan service. No, you're, of course, yeah. a sadist would be a part of Impel Down. Of course. Like th this just makes sense. It, it to boot. Right. Like Sadie the sadist? Come on, man. We on brand. <laughs> Uh, we, we've already touched on it, but like, again, this is another arc. They fail and it's like, okay, cool. Try again. We're we going to try again for the next one. The next arc is Marineford. This is the climax of part one. This is the big war. We've both, everyone here has read Naruto. Yes. You know how I feel mm -hmm. about the war arc specifically of Naruto. Yes. I Wait, feel you that. you like the war arc? I read this before the war arc came out. I was hyped for the war arc. Then I read it and I was like, I've read this done better. This isn't good. I think, no, I think what did it for me for the war arc was Neji dying and Eno yeah. saying, we need a medic. And I'm like, Eno. Bitch, what? I'm like, Eno. Eno. <laughs> girl, I know you've seen. That's just like, uh, oh, girl. Oh, girl from Attack on Titan. Her friend got smashed by that rock. Talking about saying, we got to get her out of the rock. Yeah. Bitch, what? She a part of the rock now, bigger. <laughs> she <laughs> is the rock now. <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking at? I Enjoy Marineford. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I will. 
I'm sure I will be stressed out, but I'm sure I will also enjoy. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not prepared. I'm going to say it right now I'm not prepared because I know he's about to kill people off. Oh, absolutely. But see, here's or the thing. Is he really going to kill people danger. off? Because I was here for it until Alabasta, and I thought, oh, Hawkboy died and he didn't die. Yeah. That made me sad because I was like, bet character development, although my feelings are hurt, I will learn to move on. And then turned out I did the grieving for no reason. So here's the oh, thing with Oda. Hmm? He better not do it again. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing with Oda. Pell should have died. He didn't. Um, what's her name's dad and Skypea that got nuked by in by Inaru? He should have died, but he didn't. So I wonder if Oda can pull the trigger, but. I feel like Oda has no problem pulling the trigger in flashbacks and pulling the trigger for characters yeah. that mat the air quotes matter, right? Like Pell, once Pell's character arc was done, his his final act of his character is blowing himself up. There's nothing left for Pell to do. Like Pell has been resurrected. It's chapter one thousand whatever. He's done nothing. Right. He could have just been dead. Yeah, like he could have been dead. So. Mm. Let's mm -hmm. let's just see what he does in Marineford. Let's just. I don't see. like it. But it's, here's uh, the thing, right? Because because where we are, because we're at Impel Down, these are characters that lost. Technically, they lost their battles. They lost their fights. So their arc was technically over. Their their point in the story was technically over. So killing them off isn't really going to change what would have happened had we not even gone to Impel Down. Do you know what I mean? Also so it's like true. He, he technically could kill them off, and it's like, well, you weren't going to see him again anyway because they were locked up in jail. But still, the fact that you brought us back here and giving people hope, we already lost Mr. Two, I don't like it. I'm just saying. Uh, oh, the other thing, I, I, I don't want to belabor this point, but I did find it odd that the former warden was locked up for cruelty. <laughs> nigga your brand is cruelty how you go yeah, what was he doing uh, yeah he was in the job description actually that's a good point like Wait, what was he doing that they were like oh no you're wild <laughs> that's a good point oh uh, maybe he also, was putting people in deeper levels than they deserved maybe or maybe he was like actually doing the because think about it right this impulse down place is not really a place just to keep them trapped okay the government's going to use them where they feel like they need to use them so if there's somebody in there that they're like no we're going to use him later on and the warden's out here you know pulling fingernails and whatnot and they're like yo 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 chill out because we needed that body and now you're destroying him you gotta go you're getting in the way so i can see if that was what was going on Wait, are the the levels directly related to like your bounty? Yeah, the the they put the worst criminals like at the bottom bottom. Got you. So it has nothing to do with their abilities or what they've done. Right, so because it has to do with their bounty, like what they've known to be done so that they quote unquote bounty. Some people's that. bounties are not even correct. Right, right like, but that's what I'm saying. Like the bounties are just it's whatever the government is feeling that day. Right. Right. Perfect example in this is Buggy. Someone of Buggy's pedigree should have been a much greater threat just because he was with Gold Roger. Exactly. And they exactly. didn't even know he had a devil fruit. That's how he was able to break out. He hid the fact that he had a devil fruit.
This man and got I, a whole clown face. How did that get? Wh- what? I also love when the when the Navy calls and they're like, "Okay, no, Buggy, we don't know how you slipped under the radar. You were a former crewmate of Gold Roger. You're an you're a, an associate of Red Haired Shanks, one of the four emperors. You are officially on notice." And like all the pirates behind Buggy, are like, "Wait a minute." Buggy is that dude? <laughs> yeah. And I and it like, gives a reason. Well, because Buggy went to great pains to hide the fact of who he was. He was content being a big fish in a small pond. Mm. It's only now that he has literally failed his way up <laughs> that he's been Damn. thrust into the spotlight. <laughs> so. I'm excited for you to read Marineford. I'm excited for you, the audience, to experience Marineford with us as well. Uh, parting thoughts, final thoughts, before I tell you to follow both of them on Twitter. Links in the description, at ChasingLux, at Pulliam. Subscribe to Patreon. Consume all of the content. Final thoughts, the floor is yours. I have one question. That you, you've already t- kind of touched on, but you were like, we'll talk about it later. But, like, I just want to know. Okay, so. The people that had the awakened devil fruit, right? When we were at the island, the woman island, and they were like, mm, you, you uh, non-woman island people don't know how to use hockey. That's why you're so weak. Blah, 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 blah. Does that have anything to do with that? Justin, why's the camera on? <laughs> Justin, why's the camera on? <laughs> we did get through Amazon Lily without talking about hockey. I can't believe that. I mean, hockey comes up. Hockey is a thing. Hockey is the power that Rayleigh used to knock out everybody. Hockey is the power that Luffy used to knock out the wolves in level five. Hockey is the power that he used to knock out all the participants in the snake fight. Yes, but guys, there's also yeah. di- there's also different types of hockey because the Amazons are able to imbue their weapons with hockey and turn them yes. black. Yes. Turn yes. them black. Wait, wait, um, wait, 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 hold on. All right, we'll be back here next week. Wait. Nah, explain yourself. Hold on. Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, old man that was fighting on Acnologia Island and he was able to touch Light Man, and somebody was like, why can he touch the Light Man? How mm-hmm. he touched light, man. Right, if you can turn exactly. shit dark, dark is the yeah. opposite of light, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he me making dark swing leg chop chop, make his sword dark chop. You are light, so man. you are so close, yet so far. Man. But hockey, oh. part of the part of the solution to fighting Logia users might be hockey. It might be. You're so close. Damn. Luffy should really learn how to use that really quickly. Go back to the woman island if they don't kill you. Maybe. Hey, they they know how to use it. He's cool with them. So. Uh, I think we're good no. here. Hey, hey yeah. did you have any final thoughts? My brain is in a scramble after that. Actually. It, it, no, I don't have any thoughts because I'm just going to put it in a group chat. 
<laughs> when my brain is done processing. But um, final thoughts. Really, really liked. Uh, really liked these uh, two chapters. I'm, I'm ready for the war. Let's go ready to for war. the war. Yeah, I am. Because Oda be writing, so I'm expecting. You know, I'm expecting a lot of excitement. Also, this is for this arc. We haven't like. Outside of the cover stories, we haven't seen the crew at all. Like, we're doing all this storytelling, all this world building without the crew we spent the last 500 chapters getting to know. Hmm. Next level, man. Like, just next level storytelling. So, hold on. Let me circle back. <clears throat> so, is the Awakened Devil Fruit thing, is it like a bankai for their powers or does it start to change the way that their abilities affect like things and other people like those people from the water seven place is it like that he turned the camera back on y'all justin why is the camera on so wait so wait now nah, we're not talking to him right now wait so <laughs> okay i'm here i'm here considering what he just said about the dark like if the awakened devil fruit users can turn all of their weapons into sort of extensions of their abilities uh. or affect other objects, then this turns into an entirely different kind of fight. Depending on who can use that and who can't. How many of the people in white right, are we, um, or are, are awakened? Wait, are the are the are the four people are they awakened? Is that why they're a threat? Well, the the breakouts from the prison. So we know some of the staff on prison have awakened devil fruits. Yes. I... Is it somebody in the prison that's awakening them? Yeah, like what what is even that process? Like how do like they Like if somebody got awakened? an awaken awakened fruit and they awaken it? Yeah, like how does that work? Like what? Is it some is it some kind of training? They gotta meditate under waterfall, like Yeah. Like again, like is it like a bankai? Like you gotta right. like really Or get is it like a mon and he can take your shit away or give it back? Is it like that? You've actually already seen an awakened devil fruit user before impel down. What? Oh my god. Is it Kuma? Was it Kuma? Nope. Is it um is it's it... a straw hat? What? Excuse me? Chopper. It's not. Is it Chopper? I was gonna say right. it's Chopper. So Chopper, remember Chopper has all the different stages. Mm -hmm. Oh into. yeah. Oh. Chopper is that's, the that's first That's exactly what I was thinking. User. That's why I was thinking like, was it like a Bankai thing? Because that's what Chopper has. Chopper yeah, has like, yeah, different yeah. stages that he can go to. Chopper was able to bypass the three Luffy forms. Have that? No, Luffy. Oh, because he can't go past those forms. Yeah. But what can't. if he were to eat? What if he were to eat one of Chopper's little little magic balls? Chopper Wouldn't made his balls. Chopper made his medicine Chopper's specifically for him. Yeah. yeah. But there is a way to augment your own devil fruits. Chopper was able to bypass the three forms by awakening his own devil fruit. Monster Point and the and the Minotaurus have the same build. Chopper's our first awakened devil fruit user. Like. The fact that he throw that in and then 200 chapters later, he's like, oh, by the way, this is what it means. 
Yeah, that's why I was like, no, it's got, yeah, all right. But that just also shows how smart Chopper really is. He's not just there to be cute. He's it, not. He's not just there to be cute. In my opinion, of all the characters we've met to like present day, not just like where you've read, but like to present day, Chopper is the second best Devil Fruit user in the entire series. There's only one person better than Chopper. Wow. Chopper, people, like Chopper augmented his own Devil Fruit with science. What? How? He didn't even know he was able to do that. He just sort of figured that shit out. Yeah, he probably doesn't even know what it is. He just knows that when I do this, this happens. This happens. Exactly. Yeah. Like he was just testing the range of his own yeah. limitation. He but accidentally like, discovered Monster Point just because he was dicking around. So if if he did it with science, how did the other people do it? Right. Violence? Silence? <laughs> Does the torture help? These are all interesting what? questions. I, you know what? Can I can't. It? I can't. I'm stressed the fuck out all over again. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Everybody so love that. Love that it is explicitly stated Luffy's gears are not awakenings. Mm. It's just like another application of his powers. What Chopper does, he has augmented his fruit to do things that the fruit is not supposed to be able to do. Mm. So. I wonder what awakened devil fruits will mean in the future. I, I also wonder-, wonder when we're going to also bring up that Zoro is still carrying around a cursed sword. We're not going to talk about that. You know, we're going to get to that later. <laughs> we just, he got a lot we, we just forgot right about now. that part. <laughs> he got a lot going. Oh, yeah. He, he, he does still have the Katetsu 3. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. He does still have that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the one that broke was the, the one that he got from the shopkeeper. The booty store. Yeah. Yes. Welp. I don't see. I don't. Mm-mm. We gonna be back though. Out. Yeah, we we gonna be right back here. I just, <laughs> I just can't wait. I can't. I already know what I'm. I already know what I'm starting the next episode with. I already know. <laughs> All right. Uh, before I go, actually no, I'll save that for the group chat. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for listening in. We'll see you all next time. Take care, everybody.